Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you agree with the introduction of a Muslim ethos secondary school in Ireland? The Islamic Foundation of Ireland is applying to set up the country's first post-primary school with a Muslim ethos. There are already three Muslim primary schools, uh, all in Dublin, by the way, but none at second-level education. And, of course, that goes with population. Because, as you know, there's quite a lot of Muslims in the country, but we're now on to, I suppose, a generation of children that would be of that age to secondary school because Ireland's Muslim population has grown in the last 10, 15 years. The community has grown rapidly, actually, and in 2016, the census accounted for 1.3% of the population, making it the country's third largest faith group. About half of the 63,000 population live in the Dublin region. And to be honest with you, there's probably a lot more than 63,000. I don't believe the census. I don't believe the census is always accurate because I believe a lot of people just don't fill it out. Now, the Islamic Foundation is one of five patron bodies vying for the new school uh, due to be open in Blanchestown, West Dublin, next September. Uh, which would be a population of, I suppose, a mixed community, different diversities. And the school will have capacity for 800 pupils and is one of six being established in 2020 to cater for the growing post-primary enrolments. And as you know, the population is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The three other new schools in Dublin will serve uh, Goatstown, Stalorgan, Dunleary, Rathdown, Tallinn, Newcastle, Rathcool, based at City, West and Sagart and Dublin 6 and Dublin 6 West. Uh, there is also a school planned for Enfield, uh, Kilcock area and Meath, Kildare border and another one serving Kilcool and Greystones County Wicklow. So certainly we need to expand the amount of schools we have because obviously our population is growing. Parental preferences are a major determination in deciding patronage while consideration is also given to the level of school diversity available in the area. And a key stage of that decision making process kicks off today. Education Minister Joe McHugh has announced uh, surveys uh, which are open to parents and guardians of children who were due to enrol in post-primary school education between 2020 and 2024 in these particular parts of Dublin. Um, and the process is open until October the 4th, as well as giving their view on the model of patronage. Parents can also state a preference for English or Irish as the medium of instruction, because, of course, girls' schools are becoming more popular as well. Uh, Mr McHugh said... It was a great opportunity for mothers and fathers and guardians to help shape the future of education. Urging maximum participation, he said, we need parents' support to ensure we reflect the views of families in the areas where we have younger and growing populations. And other patrons in the field for all six schools are the Irish language, body on force, um, well, whatever you pronounce that Irish word, educate together, uh, the local education and training board, and school shnad, or shanad. Uh, which has a particular focus on integration of children with special needs. Additionally, Catholic, ed Catholic education trusts are applying for two of the schools. Uh, Michael Nugent, who's the chairperson of Atheist Ireland, believes schools should open their doors to everyone regardless of religion and that schools should not be discriminating on the basis of religion, whether they are Muslim, Christian or indeed any religion. And he believes that if we have a new school with a different religious ethos at a time when we're trying to introduce more secular schools, that is simply reinforcing the sectarian division among children uh, that it segregates and it segregates. Uh, he also believes that more education or educate together schools uh, is the way forward. So I want to get your thoughts on this tonight. Um, the main thing, I suppose, is that not only now are we, do we have, I suppose, Catholics looking for patronage in schools, we now have Muslims looking for patronage in schools, which I know a lot of people will object to, except Muslims. Uh, but I want to know what you think. Should we take religion out of schools? That would solve the whole argument, wouldn't it? We wouldn't have to talk about it on the radio anymore then. 
Um, should we take religion out of schools completely, the patronage and the ethos? Because I know you're thinking to yourself, well, it doesn't make much difference, really, now, does it? Well, it does. Because it's about instilling different moral values. And there's nothing wrong with moral values. But when you refer to God and Jesus and Mary and everybody else with those moral values, and then you go to biology or you go to science class, which kind of, eh, I suppose, there's a bit of hypocrisy is the word probably I'll be looking for. Uh, And I suppose people will say, well, if you want to have religion, that's fine. Do it at home, not in the schools. But a lot of people believe that the Catholic schools are a good place for children to learn. They believe they have good values and good morals. I want to know what you think. Should religion be taken out of schools completely? Joining me on the line is Michael Nugent, who's the chairperson of Atheist Ireland. Uh, good afternoon to you, Michael. Or good evening, sorry. Good evening. Good evening. I do forget what time of the day it is, Michael, at this stage, to be honest with you. <laughs> Daytime and nighttime. Michael, I mean, what is your main objection? Is it the fact that not only do we have Catholic schools, but now, of course, we have Muslims now applying to have the ethos or the patronage of, of uh, Islam in schools? Yeah, it's nothing particularly against Islam. I would say it if it was any religious school that you're talking about. What our position is, is that schools are funded by the state. And anything that is funded by the state should be for everybody. It shouldn't be just for some people in the state. If you went to a hospital with a, with a broken leg and they said to you, well, I'm afraid we can't treat you yet because we have a whole lot of Catholics with broken legs over here that we have to deal with first. Or, or if you but the hospitals do have a Catholic ethos. Many of them do. They, they, yeah, exactly, yeah, they do. And they don't refuse to treat you if you're Muslim. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, so. they, they can, they're, they're the next worst after schools. <laughs> but, but, but in general, okay, let's take another analogy. If, if, um, if you went to the police to report a crime and they said, well, uh, I'm afraid we, we've several Catholics that have had their houses broken into today, so we'll have to wait until we sort that out before we get to you. The, the idea that state services uh, are... are, are treated differently for people based on their religious or non-religious beliefs is, is the problem. The state should fund schools for everybody that are based on human rights principles that respect everybody's right to hold whatever religious or non-religious beliefs that, that they have and indeed to teach objectively about this is what Catholics believe, this is what Muslims believe in an objective way but not to promote any religious belief as being true because what that means is that if, if you take it from a religious person's perspective a religious person would instinctively know that it's wrong if they sent their child to a state-funded school and the school actively taught their children that there's no God now we don't want that to happen but, but they would instinctively realise that's not what schools are for, schools aren't to tell, there to tell religious uh, the children but, of but, religious but Catholics, are, no well, God. I suppose Bible-believing Christians will believe that's what schools do teach, that there's no God, because, of course, when we get into secondary schools, uh, we're taught about evolution, we're talking about the Big Bang and science and all that kind of stuff. So they will say, well, actually, you do teach there is no God. We want to balance here, so we want, them to, we want you to also teach that there could be a possibility of a God, too. Well, nobody's suggesting that, that they shouldn't do that. I would be as opposed to a state-funded religion class saying that atheism is true, as I am, to them saying that a particular religious belief is true. They should teach children about the different beliefs and let the children make up their own minds. And what, and what is, what is the problem? I mean, when you, when you look across the UK and America, for example, I mean, there's massive amounts of waiting lists for children to get into Catholic schools because they believe they get a better education. Uh, because obviously they're fewer and far between than they would be over here, where the majority, whatever it is, 80-something percent are Catholic, I think 93% are religious ethos schools in this country. So, I mean, but, I mean, it doesn't seem, the argument is, Michael, I'm not necessarily agreeing with it, is uh, it hasn't done them any harm. I mean, look at me. I went to a Christian brother school. I went to a Catholic school. You know, I still don't believe in God. So it didn't do me any harm as a human being. 
Yeah, I'm not saying they're doing it very well. <laughs> Sorry? I'm not saying that they're doing it very well, but they do exist. Catholic schools do exist to evangelize. That's their purpose. If you, if you look at... To indoctrinate, the, you believe? Well, to, to evangelize, to indoctrinate, whatever word you, you want to, to put on it. But they exist to spread the Catholic faith. They exist to, to try to ensure that students that go through their doors come out the other end better Catholics. And Islamic schools are the same. And there's, there's, there's almost a, a, there's one particular danger, by the way, with the, the, if the uh, Islamic Foundation gets this new school in, in, in that area. Because what, what this, this, is is Blanche, about, this is in Blanchetown, yeah. West in Dublin, yes. Yeah, because what, what this uh, is about is, um, is where there are areas of, of, you know, greater population growth, they're, they're trying to put in new schools. So the idea would be that that would be... For there would, be a, there would be a high proportion of Muslims in that area, probably. I would there imagine. would indeed. There would indeed. But if the new school is an Islamic foundation school, then not only will it not uh, uh, allow, in, indeed, uh, non-Muslims to come into it, uh, there will be Muslims com- coming from outside the area into it, and the, the area will have lost the opportunity of having a, a new school that everybody can go to. But at the moment, Muslims go to Catholic schools, okay? A lot of Muslim children go to Catholic schools, and I'm sure they just are excused from religion class. I'm assuming that's what happens currently at the moment, um, because they don't have an option, because the majority of prime, particularly primary schools in this country are all Catholic. So, I mean, we managed to work that one out. So I'm pretty sure a Catholic could go to a Muslim school. I can't imagine that they would be told that you're not allowed to, because we got rid of the religious barrier, didn't we? Well, we got rid of the religious barrier for Catholic schools, but minority faith schools are still allowed to discriminate on the grounds of access. Are they? There's a little loophole that they, that they left there. So Church of Ireland schools lobbied to, to say that Protestant schools should be able to continue to discriminate in order to protect the, the Protestant population. So minority faith schools are still allowed to discriminate on the grounds of access. And that would happen. No, in, I, in wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't actually happen. aware of this. So, so now, there's, a, there's another thing there, Niall, as well, is, is that um, it, it, it's not the case that we've sorted it out for Muslims and Catholic schools. Uh, Atheist Ireland works alongside the Evangelical Alliance of Ireland and the Abadi Muslim Community of Ireland. I know you've had um, a friend of mine, Imam Ibrahim Noonan, on your, your show a couple of times. Many, many times, yes. Yeah, so he's from the Abadi Muslim Community of Ireland. They're a minority Muslim sect that are persecuted around the world by Sunni Muslims, which would be the Muslim group that would be... Well, he, well, he was persecuted on the air one day here by Dr Ali Salim, um, yeah, who, who, who actually told him on the air that he wasn't a Muslim. Yes, and uh, well... well Internationally, they're literally persecuted, as in murdered, and in Ireland, they're discriminated against, and particularly by the the, the, the Islamic Foundation and the, the Sunni Muslims that the state seems to go through as the main Muslim. Well, I, well, I suppose that's well, similar, but, but well, similar to Christianity, Michael. But people who don't, well, just for people who don't understand that, and maybe there are people who don't understand that's similar to Christianity, where you have Catholic and Protestant, and you have all yeah. other factions of God-believing people and Bible-believing people who believe slightly different variations of the book. Yeah, for, for the all-perfect creator of the universe, God seems to be a very poor communicator. And <laughs> that he seems, seems to, to send so many different messages to so many different people. Well, I, well, I think um, it's the, I think it's the interpretations, unfortunately, that so many people take from a, a book. I mean, everybody yeah. has... It's, it's like any book. If you read a novel tomorrow, everybody has a different take on it by the end of it. Or you watch a movie, everybody has a different take on it. So that's, that's yeah. religion is exactly the same. But unfortunately, yeah. what happens well, is it gets with, above with the sex. With the added difficulty, though, um, compared to most novels, that most people don't believe that their favourite novel was written by the creator of the universe and is perfect. And is real. And they don't really yeah. believe Spider-Man can fly from yeah, building but, to building. But, but hell, I want to go back to that point I was making all about uh, when, when you, you said that it's kind of sorted in terms of Muslim, schools, Muslim children going to um, Catholic schools. We've had 
complaints, uh, the, 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 there are three groups together from Muslim children who have been uh, told to go to mass, who have had to, or, or else, uh, else have had to stay outside the mass with a couple of atheist children. And we've had, we've had a case where a Muslim child had ashes put on her forehead on Ash Wednesday, or Ash whatever day it is. Yeah, that's um, Wednesday, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and, she, and, and they, they explained that they were Muslim and this isn't part of their religion. They were told it doesn't matter, here's your ash. So, so there, there's a, a huge amount of, of, uh, of just uh, uh, presumption and arrogance in, in, uh, in some Catholic schools. That they I, I know there was a young preach. Muslim girl was told that she couldn't wear her um, burqa or hijab or whatever it was she wanted to wear yeah. in, in a Catholic school there recently. She was, and that was last year, actually, and that was upheld, actually. She wasn't allowed to wear it in school. Now, she was only a young girl, eight or nine or whatever, ten years of age. I haven't a clue what age she was, but she was only a young girl. And, and it does show that sometimes diversity doesn't work too well in schools. When it comes yeah, to religion. I mean, oh, oh, and there's another point as well. Do you remember a few years ago, the government set up a forum on patronage in primary schools and they were trying to find out what's the best way to deal with that. And the Islamic um, Centre, uh, which is currently looking for the Islamic Foundation, which is currently looking for this new school, they made a submission to that calling for more Muslim schools. But at that time, a group of Muslim parents also made a submission saying that they wanted secular schools because they wanted to integrate into the community. So you can't assume that, 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 that as in any religion, you can't assume what the head guys in the religion, and it's usually are representative of the are, opinions are, are of most, yes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, you, but you could argue as well, I mean, there's also uh, propositions here for Gwell schools too, which are Irish-speaking schools, which in turn discriminate against English-speaking people. Um, you could argue that's the case as well. I mean, there is a lot of, con- uh, I suppose, hypocrisy in a lot of these uh, different submissions that have gone in for these particular schools. But mind you, it is a good thing that the, the state is building more schools because we have to build more schools. Because I know my own daughter's school at the moment, they've had the highest population of the school they've had since it actually opened. So there is a problem. We've got a growing population. And to be fair, Michael, the majority of that population wouldn't be Irish, of that new population, the growing population, because Irish people are having less children. So we can only assume the majority of the new population are not Irish. And many of those obviously would come from different religious backgrounds. So I suppose what they're saying is that if we are going to continue to have religion in schools, we're going to have to diversify a little bit. Yeah, but there's, there's no problem having religion in schools in an objective way in terms of teaching about religions and beliefs in the same way you teach about history or geography or, or English or maths. The problem is when the school has an ethos of promoting one particular religious belief as true. That's what you need, need to, to move away from. And if you were to move away from that, which, which is it's a human rights standard as well that... that, that children have a right to a neutral education in, in terms of, of that type of philosophical or religious belief. I, to be honest, I, I wouldn't care if, if the person running the school is a Catholic bishop or an imam or a Martian, if they had to stick to human rights standards and run the school in the same way as you would run any public service, which is do it neutrally, respectfully for everybody in the community and not promote one belief over another. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry as a sex in, says, what about the new sex education bill? Uh, as we can see currently in the UK at the moment, if it wasn't for Muslims, uh, this bill would be passed without a problem. Okay, but I, I know exactly what they're talking about, the protests which are currently happening across the schools in the UK at the moment over the new sex education bill. The same bill, by the way, that's coming into this country probably next year, end of next year, start of the year, following year. And this bill, of course, promotes, you know, LGBT rights and promotes genders or 56 different types of genders or whatever it happens to be. And they're saying if it wasn't for Muslims and Muslim schools and the protests, that that would go ahead without a question being asked. And, you know, people maybe don't want that. And that's why they like the idea of having Christian schools or even Muslim schools, for that matter, because I suppose it contains it somehow. 
Well, we have an interesting situation here on um, that area, particularly objective sex education, which is the Eructus Education Committee, which is members of all the, the parties, have recommended that there should be objective sex education in, in Ireland in the same way as the Eructus Education Committee a few years ago recommended that there should be a change to the patronage system. They concluded that the, that the whole system of multiple ethos and multiple patronage leads to inequality and segregation. Um, but unfortunately, in, in Ireland, the, the government, and I'm not particularly talking about today's government, just any government, tends to take the soft option, even when their own parliamentary colleagues, after analysing the issue, tell them that this is the, the, the fair way to do it, this is the way that's based on human rights, this is the way that respects everybody. But they'll just do whatever the minimum they can get away with doing, rather than alienate anybody that, that might uh, potentially vote for them. Okay, Michael, do me a favour, could you stay there just for a second? Michael Nugent is the chairperson of Atheist Ireland and believes that religion shouldn't be in schools in the first place and we shouldn't, I suppose, really be having the conversation about which religions get first dibs in all these new schools. But uh, Because, Mohammed, you're a classic kid. Say to Mohammed. Hello. Hi, Mohammed, do you believe religion plays an important role in schools? Religion do play an important role in school, but if you do it for a partitioning, like you, uh, you put it, I mean, the clause, like... You are Muslims, you are Hindu, you are Christians. So it, it divides as well. It inter- uh, well, it, well, they don't really integrate very well. Christians yeah. and Muslims and Hindu, they, they yeah. don't think the same. They have different cultures and different views on life. Yeah. So in a way, if you if you impose any religion in any any of the school, basically what you are doing, you are dividing the uh, dividing your kids. Okay, well, well, that's a good argument for not having religion in schools, isn't it? Yeah, not too much. Like there are. Well, now we, we say not too much. Either you have it or you don't. I, I don't think you can have a sprinkling of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually, the thing is, uh, do, you, I, well, do you believe there should be more Muslim schools? No, I don't believe. I believe. I believe. I'm making, by the way, I'm making a, probably a rude assumption that you're a Muslim. By the way, Mohammed. Uh, say again, sorry? I'm making the assumption you're a Muslim. Yeah, I am a Muslim. Okay, okay. So do you believe there should be more Muslim schools? Uh, there shouldn't be more Muslim schools. Okay. Because uh, why I am saying like that, that we are living in Ireland. We are living in a Christian country. So basically, uh, if we say home, uh, uh, religion based on their parents, and parents uh, teach their religion at, at home, mm-hmm. that difference is, their clothings, their way of eating, their way of like doing things, that's the thing. There, that's where the arguments start. Like if I am a Muslim and my, I will send my kids to a school where there should be a, shouldn't be any pork-like thing because we don't eat ham. Mm-hmm. And their, their, their clothing could be a little bit different. But these arrangements should be made in every school, not particularly in one school by dividing their uh, their things are there. So I mean, but you can't really do that, Muhammad. I mean, you can't, for example, you can't have school dinners which are all halal, or you, yeah. or you, you know, you're. I mean, if a school uniform happens to have a, a shorter skirt, maybe for a girl, you can't say, well, we're Muslim, we want a longer skirt. I, I, don't, I think it has to be, it's called a uniform for a reason. It's the same for everybody. I think there has to be, you know, if you're putting your child in that school, you have to go by the rules of that school. By the rules of that school. Hmm. So uh, if, if we say we, do, we need, like, uh, in every area there should be a Muslim school and then there is a Christian school then there is a Sikh school. So it divides hmm. the nation basically. Well, the Sikh population is quite small in Ireland. It's not, I mean, Muslim, Muslim I, don't, I don't know what the Sikh population, uh, uh, Michael, you might know, what's the Sikh population in Ireland? 
Ireland? I don't, I don't know, but it's very low. It's very low. Do you, the yeah, Jewish population is extremely low, actually. It, it used to be a lot higher, but now it's only about 1,500, I think, isn't it, or something like that? I think it's closer to 2,000 at the moment. Right, okay, yeah. So, so depending on, on the population, uh, it should be assessed that, say, if, if on the north side they need one school or two schools, that's mm. all right. On a couple of schools on the south side, I'm saying about Dublin. Okay, but, but do, you, do you believe all schools, even Christian schools, should teach yeah. children about Allah, Muhammad, um, you know, and teach, you know, uh, religion, I suppose, the history of religion, of all religions? The every, teach, uh, every kid should be um, known about, uh, I'm saying about Muslim, Allah, Muhammad, and then Jesus, and every religion, he should know that, what mm. are the basics of every religion. So that uh, tomorrow he shouldn't be saying about a Big Bang Theory or this and that. He should have his own mind to think about it, what's, what's good and what's bad and what are the basic uh, mm. roots of any religion. And, and what, about, what about, and I mentioned a few minutes ago there to Michael, you know, in the UK at the moment there's a big problem with protests outside schools because of the new sex education bill, which includes LGBT and yes. different genders and all this kind of thing, homosexuality, uh, bisexuality, all that kind of stuff. Um, do, would you object to your child having sex education lessons which included diversity in sexual orientation? Yeah, obviously if my uh, if my kid is going to school and he's been, uh, uh, he's, it, uh, his teacher is telling them that there is a creature called, uh, called like uh, who are not normal, uh, like they are not straight, maybe a gay or, or whatever it is. And he's, uh, he's, he, he's coming to know about a third, third way of living. So, obviously, I will... You will object to that. Yeah. See, okay, well, let me me go back to Michael. See, Michael, here's where the problem lies, okay? (laughs) So, for many people, like Muhammad, or people who are devout Christians, they don't believe that certain, I suppose, secular, or, you know, I suppose, atheists tend to be secular, more sort of liberal, I suppose. Uh, They don't want those views imposed on a child. So, they believe containing that, the only way to contain that, is to keep a religious patronage. Well, there's... A, a couple of distinctions I would make there. First of all, there's a distinction between things like the Big Bang, which is scientific knowledge, mm-hmm. and which there is which there is evidence for. Oh, yeah. But some so, some beliefs there is there are evidence for, and are they're they're reliably true because experiments have shown repeatedly that no matter who does the experiment, you get the same outcome. So those are things that we could reliably say are true. Um, there are then there are other beliefs like. Um, or cause the Big Bang, uh, you know, where does morality come from, various things. Like that. But th- th- those are issues where there, there may not be a correct answer and where uh, different religious people have, have different beliefs. And I think we should distinguish between those and factual things. So if you're teaching things that are, are scientifically accurate, then I think schools should teach those as Okay, uh, Mohammed, would you have a, well, let me just ask, Mohammed, would you have an objection to your child being told about, you know, the, I suppose, the source of everything, essentially, the universe, the solar system, where it all came from, the Big Bang Theory, I suppose, which is not just a theory, it's a theory that's been tested and scientifically proven to some extent. Would you have your child, would you have a problem with your child being told that? No, if you read any religion, like, let me make a borderline uh, between it, between something, like, 
Muslims and Christians, they both believe on Allah, uh, Jesus. We believe on Jesus. You believe on, on Jesus as well. We believe he created the universe. I'm just saying about myself. Like, uh, what I so how would you feel if I took, well, how would you feel, Muhammad, if, he, if you believe he created the universe? How would you believe if, you know, your child is in school and I told him, well, actually, he didn't really. We've scientifically proven that he didn't. Um... I don't mind that he should have the opportunity to think about it, whatever, okay. whatever the things are. But obviously, uh, I'm not saying about because we are on a, on a national uh, radio. Uh, radio, we can't oppose whatever I think about it. But whoever is uh, going for a big bang theory, he should be given an opportunity. But Allah says what what the Jesus has said about how the world is made, who made it, or like every religion, he should be taught. That this world is not uh, is not an accident, or if it is an accident, how it could be accident? If the kid is uh, going to school and someone is opposing him, some any any of the religion, I'm I'm saying about if if his uh, if his teacher is opposing him, no, your parents are not right. Mm-hmm. No, no, I get, I get it, but and, and what I see is between yourself and Michael, there's no middle ground. And I don't believe there is a middle ground, Michael. The only middle ground is teacher children religion at home. And that's the only middle ground, isn't it? Well, I, I think it's okay for schools to teach about what different religions believe. Um, but it, it should be done in a religion class, not, not in a science class. Like it's, the science class tells what we know scientifically about true. how the, the. Oh, yes, what we know to be factually correct. But yeah, but religious um, people will deny that, by the way. So. Yeah, well, that's and that's fine, and I'm sure. I mean, there there are lots of people who who have ideas about factual things that aren't correct. But the, what what the, what science class is teaching is what science has discovered is true about the universe. Now, if you if you have within a religion class, if you have somebody saying uh, uh, Christians believe that Adam and Eve existed as the first two humans, now we know scientifically that that's not true. We know that we, that that we evolved. And there was no such thing as the first two humans being Adam and Eve created out of clay and out of a rib. We know that that's not true. Well, you, well, you, well you know it's not true because you're no, scientifically no, no. minded and logically minded. But there are people who read the Bible, and and I'm only speaking on their behalf, I don't necessarily believe it, um, but they believe it's true. Yeah, that's true. But, but, but on that particular issue, they're mistaken. Because there, there are some things that we do scientifically know. And, and the, the reason that we know that faith is not a reliable way of understanding reality is that what faith leads to is different people looking at the same evidence and coming to different conclusions. What science leads to is people looking at the same evidence and coming to the same conclusion. So, so science is more likely, considerably more likely, to be a reliable way of understanding what's real than faith. My, well, just just finally before I let Michael go, Mohammed, have you noticed a huge increase? I suppose in your own community of Muslims or Islam in Ireland. Yeah, I mean, over the last what ten years, a massive increase. Not really. The we we uh, the population could be or migrants are a bit higher than that. It uh, used to be before, like eight years, mm-hmm. but um, that uh, not. Uh, I, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't feel any any much difference in all that. Okay, okay. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Michael. I appreciate you coming on the air tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, let me go to Anya as well. I want to go to Anya before I go to the break. Anya on Classic Hits today, Mohammed. Uh, Anya, go ahead. Hello? Anya, hi. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? <coughs> you should be told at home instead. 
They should be taught religion at home. Yeah, and sex education at home. And and sex education at home. Yeah. And I would agree with you. But the problem is you've got parents out there who are really not very good at talking to their children about sex. So what, so what happens then? Be, you must be joking nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. Oh, nowadays. You must be joking. It doesn't... They don't mind. <laughs> but not every parent out there is good at talking to their child about, you know, matters yeah, of a sexual thing. I'm not, I'm not saying like at five or six years of age. I'm talking about 13 or 14 when they go to secondary school. Well, get them a book. Give, give them a book. Yeah. Well, so that's what they did with Explained us. Explained in a book. Yeah, but Anya, they gave us a book. And All it right. didn't really work too well. Sorry? They gave us a. They gave me a book. It didn't work too well. The book I'm talking but it about. It doesn't work at school either. Yeah, I was sixteen. I had any clue what I was supposed to do with it. These young people nowadays, especially when their parents are not practicing, well, they're you know they're not going to take a bit of heed of what they learn at school. Mm. But I, I'm surprised to hear you on you because you're a Bible believing Christian, and I know because obviously I've spoken to you before, and 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 you would be to, to the letter of the law, you would be a Bible believing Christian, and yet you're telling me you would rather see uh, religion being taught at home. Yes, because you'd be taught properly at home, not in school. You don't know what they're being taught. But if they're all being taught, all my older sisters, they didn't do it at school. It wasn't in school that time. Only national school. Right, okay. And what would they have done? Like a Sunday school? And I liked it. No, I mean, the catechism, it was just simple, you know. Yeah, and you remember, I remember the catechism, and yeah. there's a Bible there for everybody to read it if they want to. Or a, or a Quran, for that matter, which is coming, becoming more popular. And teachers anyway. <laughs> and what about, what about Muslim children as well? So they should just learn at home? Well, the Muslims can do what they like. Oh, and they... <laughs> you can do what you like, Muhammad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if they can do what they like, so, I suppose in their own time, yeah. I'd say Muslims are better living than some of the Catholics. Well, they probably, some of them probably have, yes. But not all Catholics are bad people, and not all Muslims are bad people either. I think there's well, good and bad in every religion, isn't there? There are not too many practicing Catholics around nowadays, you know. No, but there's, I mean, but Islam is pretty much the same too. Not every Muslim lives by every word of the Quran. I wouldn't, Muhammad. Yeah. yeah. Help me out here. I would imagine that not, there's different, obviously different beliefs uh, within Islam, different interpretations yeah. of the Quran, and we've talked, we know about all the different Sunni Muslims and all the different types of Muslims there are. Uh, but yeah. not, but not every. Is it like Catholicism, where you've got Ireland allegedly has eighty three percent of Irish people are Catholic, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean we all go around praying and go to mass on a Sunday because we don't. Uh, most of us actually don't have never entered a church unless it's for a wedding or a funeral. So I, yeah. I'm assuming there's Muslims as well for people who think all Muslims are you know sit down and kneel and pray five times a day and uh, honor Ramadan and all this. There are Muslims I assume that are a la carte as they say. We're only the only Muslim by name. Uh, yeah, actually uh, there is a bit difference uh, because we don't have much mosques here. And uh, we do pray at home mostly, because um, uh, if you see, the, there are like five or six mosques all over the Dublin, and uh, they're like, I'm not sure it's like eight or nine. But do you do you sit down, Muhammad? Honestly, do you do your prayers five times a day? Yeah, I do. And um, would you think most Muslims do? Uh, no, if he is not praying five times a day, he would be praying a couple of times a day. Yeah, sure. well, well, then that's well. Then I suppose on you, it's different to Catholicism because you're right. Most Catholics couldn't give a damn, and they probably don't pray at all. Actually, there are Muslims as well who don't pray. I'm not saying that hundred percent of them are praying, mm. but 
60 or 70 or maybe 80 percent they they, they take the religious very, religion very seriously like the basic needs like the do you, t- do you take Muhammad do you take your religion very seriously I take uh, my religion as I should take like it's a it's my way of living basically okay well then who can I ask you a question who comes yeah. first your family or your religion religion says I didn't ask you what religion says. I'm asking Muhammad. I'm asking you, Muhammad. What comes yeah. first, your family or your religion? In which, uh, in which way, Nile? I'm not well, getting that. Like, okay, but I often have heard uh, devout Muslims before say that God or Allah comes before their wife. No. Because Allah says your wife is your responsibility. That's the first, the first responsibility in the world. So uh, nothing in the Islam says that you can ignore your family. It just goes to show you the different types of interpretations, then. Yeah, there is a thing in the Quran. Uh, I interpret it for you. It says if you have done some some sin, and uh, Allah knows, Allah will forgive you. But if you have done something wrong in this world with your family, or with any human being. Not religious. Uh, I'm not saying about just I did something wrong with the Muslim. If I did something wrong with the Christian or any human being, if that uh, that guy won't forgive me, Allah won't forgive me. So the matter between me and Allah is forgiven. Well, look, can I ask you a question? Well, and and please don't take this disrespectfully. So you just told me that the Quran, according to you, your interpretation is that if you do something wrong on another human being, Allah will never forgive you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no. that's similar to Christianity. It's considered um, on you. What do they call that? A venial sin, is it? Uh, which? If you commit murder, it's a ven. What's well, a venial sin? Isn't mortal. it? A mortal. Oh, that's a mortal sin. What's a venial sin? A venial sin is a, a little, little sin. Like, oh, okay, a little white lie or something. White lies. Okay, okay. So it's a mortal. So, so God cannot forgive a mortal sin. Sure, He can't. Or can you repent for a mortal sin? Well, you can repent, but I don't know how God is going to take that. Oh, it depends on when he gets to the gates, I suppose. Okay, well, but, okay, but, but the question I wanted to ask you, and, and again, I, I don't want to say this disrespectfully to you, Muhammad, Muhammad, right? So your interpretation yeah. is that Allah will never forgive you if you harm another human being, okay? But yeah. that, how does that explain terrorism in the world? There is no place in the terrorism. Like, uh, I will say one thing. We are not allowed to have tattoos on our body. Because we can't put, a, we can't harm our body. Because we think it's a property of God, and Allah never allow anyone to harm any any of. The well, then who? Well, then the Muslims that we see in the world. And by the way, not only Muslims are responsible for terrorism. Aware of that, okay? But a lot of the terrorism we've seen recently carried out has been by Muslim extremists. Okay, so they do yeah. this. They they say they do it in the name of Islam. They do, they do it in the name of Islam. And uh, most, uh, many of them, because the, uh, whoever is using their mind, he's, he uses Islam, Islamic name, because he's, he's, no, it's a bit handy to mind what... So you're, you're telling me that the Quran, there's no way the Quran forgives them for what they're doing? Yeah, suicide in Islam is totally haram. And it says in Quran that if you do, uh, and it's said by Hazrat Muhammad Sallallahu that... If you do suicide, you will never be going to forget, uh, forgive. Never, ever. Okay, we'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay there for a second because I want to go to Cam as well. Cam, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Cam? 
Hello, how are you? I'm no bad. Thanks very much. Good, no, Cam. I mean, okay, the, the argument oh. is essentially the government are going to build a load of new schools and they're asking for people, I suppose, to tender uh, their patronage uh, options. Uh, so obviously you've got more Christians in this country than Muslims, but there are certainly some Muslim groups who are looking to have Muslim patronage in schools. But but do we need religion in schools at all? Yeah, well, um, I think, uh, like, if uh, if there's a population, there are majority of people like maybe Muslims, maybe Hindus, maybe maybe Christians. So why not? Well, why not? The, the, the well, yeah, this be... area, okay, the Islamic Foundation is one of the patronage bodies and this is for Blanchettstown West in Dublin. I think there is probably a large Muslim population in the area. That's just a guess, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, why, why not? Like, for example, I give you an example of, because I'm from Pakistan, so there, there are so many... Uh, Catholic school in Pakistan, and they are open for Muslims. And those schools have very good reputation, like Saint Joseph School, Saint Patrick School, and College. And uh, if uh, well, the religion should be an optional, as Muhammad says. I agree with him, and it should be an optional. If somebody wants to study some other religion, yeah, it's fine. If they don't want to, but why not? Why not? Why not? We we've been working towards in Ireland for the last twenty years. We've been working towards a more secular society, um, a more, I suppose, understanding society of different people's views on life. So why not just take religion out of schools altogether? And if sure, if you and Muhammad want to teach your children about Islam and about Allah and about Muhammad and everybody else, you should you do it at home. And and our you know Christians can teach children about Jesus and God and Mary. I mean, uh, so why not do it at home? Yeah, Bob, I, I agree 100%. But the thing is, like, one uh, is, uh, is you call imposing the religion. You cannot impose any one religion to anyone. But one is called teaching. If but that's what we do currently. When we yeah, have yeah. schools which have Catholic patronage, or as you suggest, a Muslim patronage in an area that might have a lot of Muslims, you are imposing a religion because you're imposing a belief system. No, no, you, you, you cannot uh, impose uh, any belief system. Well, we've been doing it for hundreds like, of years in this country, I can tell you. Like, like, like I give example in UK, there are so many faith schools, uh, uh, the Muslim schools, there are so many like, like non-Muslim, they're studying in that school. And uh, they, they, they don't follow this study for like as education. Because there's a subject called... But they uh, do faith. impose their faith. Of course no, they, they do. No, they don't. they don't. Ah, stop, would you, for God's sake, Cam. <laughs> All you got to do is look at the protests. And I mentioned this earlier on about the sex education bill. Now, by the way, I object to some of the sex education bill. I believe some of it is unnecessary for young children. But Muslims are opposed to it for different reasons. For example, as a Muslim yourself, Muhammad, I assume, don't agree with homosexuality. You don't promote LGBT or, you know, uh, different genders or transgender or all that kind of... And you would object strongly to your child, you know, having anything to do with that. So it, it does promote a certain type of thinking and I'm, by the way I'm not having a go at you you're a Muslim that's grand you do what you want to do in life but it does doesn't promote a certain thinking yeah it is because you know the thing is uh, uh, this uh, homosexuality is not accepted in Islam of course not so if, or, no, Islam, or any religion probably yeah yeah in Christianity as well but, but in uh, saying that Christianity has become more accepting because 83% of people in this country are Catholics yet we voted two years ago for gay marriage that's what happened in the school sex education that basically these things are you know I, I'm, I, I clear some things yeah number one uh, we Muslims uh, I believe every religion people but they do they, their kids go to school 
they study math physics chemistry whatever it is they come to home and then another guy from mosque will come to teach them quran and whatever it is same with the christians one it should be normal it should be neutral i mean to say mm-hmm. sex education is very very important for the kids just to let them know what's good for you and what's bad for you not to th- let them know that there are some different categories as well and prepare their mind so uh, their uh, their school should be 100% neutral well, 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 would I you come would you agree with that second sorry would you agree sorry is that come yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree 110% um the the thing is like depends like i we haven't uh, i haven't seen that what sex education they're going to to give in UK schools. Okay, so so let's like, let you can we cannot generalize that all sex education is is wrong for for, for the kids. No, like, because some of it's good. Yeah, what, of course. Yeah, yeah, it depends what they're teaching. Okay, exactly. but here, but here's the thing. So let's say an Islamic, you know. Uh, group or foundation or whatever it is gets patronage of a school it be it in Blanchestown or whatever it happens to be well then I imagine the sex education in that school will be objected to and those children won't get the same sex ed- education that uh, a bunch of kids are going to get in a non-denominational school they get a different version of sex education which won't include LGBT um, which will I suppose in some way describe homosexuality or lesbianism as abnormal um, and not, you know, it not be inclusive. Um, well, the the thing is, like, when we study, like, uh, in a school, like, biology, zoology, so we study kind of sex edu- education in those subjects. So it depends how you're teaching and what you're teaching. So I cannot say generally that all sex education is prohibited. We have to see what they're teaching. Then because, I can because if you if you teach a religion at home rather than having religion anything to do with schools, you can teach your kids what you want to teach them, Cam. And if you want to tell your kids anything about you know sexuality and sexual orientation, you can tell them whatever you want because they're your kids. Whereas when they're in school, they have to be taught as the general population. Well, if if it's a faith school, then there is not a problem to tell them what is right, what is wrong, what is prohibited, and what is permissible. But if it's not but faith, it's what good. is right is right and what is wrong in your eyes? Yeah, in in in, in, in Islamic <laughs> point of view. That yeah. What, okay. So what happens yeah. if these all these kids in the school are not Islamic? So you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, then it, it's not going to be fair, is it? This is why I'm saying to you, and it's not. I'm not having a go at Islam. I, I'm having a go at Christianity yeah. too. We're just better off leaving religion out of schools completely because I think it just causes a problem. Yeah, but as I said, like uh, like uh, the, the subject called theology. If somebody theology, wants yes. to study theology, so obviously they have to pick certain school, let's try certain faith. So it's no problem if they if they pick any subject as an optional. So it should not be any problem. If someone to somebody wants to study like maybe Hinduism, so they, they shouldn't have any problem. They, they should study. Why not? Okay, but say, say they're both you guys. Let me just go to Gary as well. Gary, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Gary? How's it going, Mark? Good. You're a Christian. Yeah, I'm a born-again Christian. Oh, you're a born-again Christian. All I'm right, okay. You saw the light, okay. Right, saw the light, right. But the thing is, we're not religious, and neither is God, and neither is the Bible. It all gets brought down into this argument that it's religious, right? Well, religion it is religious. No, listen, that's the argument that people say, right? You, you show me in the Bible where it says it's religious. Religion comes from a, a, an old Latin word, which means to bind, which means to bind people. And that's what religion does. It controls people, it binds people. No matter where you were born in this world, whether it's the Middle East or whether or the, it depends on which family you're born in, 
religion might have something to, have to control. And even atheism. Atheism is a religion. It's based on faith, right? So I know what that's I like. don't have there. a faith. Now, hang on a second. On. <laughs> You're an atheist. Then we love your show and we listen. I'm here what to say. Well, you always love to challenge on that, to be honest with you. Why? Right? Because I don't, I don't believe in anything. Right, now listen to me. Right, now come here and tell you something, Joe. By the way, I have no objection to you believing God or Muhammad believing in Allah, but I just don't believe in them. Listen, if you want to not believe in any God, or, the way you say it, it's not believing in God or believing in God. It's either you accept or you reject. And that's every one of us. I don't reject God. it. But you do. Uh, no, no, I, well, well, okay, but probably possibly I do. But I would never, here's, the, here's the thing, right? No, well, here's the thing. I would no. Hang on. I'm going to be fair, and I've said this before. I, I, I would never. Ru- I would. I would never rule out a possibility that there's a god. I would never rule it out. It's a possibility. You're not an atheist. But I am an atheist. I don't believe no, in god. There's no such thing as an atheist because that means you'd have to prove that there is no god to actually believe there but is. But there is no, no proof there's a god. There is proof. There, where is the proof? Roy, Roy, I'll give you, I'll give you an example, right? There's, there's no proof. You're not going to be able to. People have been yeah, trying to do that for years. Yeah, have never. But uh, by the way, that doesn't mean that Noel, I. That Noel, doesn't mean Noel, I disrespect Noel, your belief. Noel, 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 Noel. Yeah. You just thrown off. Maybe I'm not going to give you the actual proof that there is a god. Okay, I'm you waiting. Threw it off. You threw it off. Okay, go on. Now, give me the proof. Give me the proof. You know what? And the, the reason we are acting like that is because you don't want to actually know. Because I do want to know. Listen, I ask something, right? No, go, no, go back to your first bit. I want to know. Well, Where's the it, proof? It, Where's the proof, right? May I tell you something, right? Our universe, right, is governed by so many laws, right? Yeah. So many laws. Mm-hmm. We have gravity. Yeah. We have uh, the law of thermodynamics, right? Yeah. Now, that does, even that, the, the, the first law of thermodynamics rules out evolution straight away because everything heads to chaos. That, no, it doesn't. It's, now, listen, yeah, to those, you wake up in the morning, your head's a mess, you have to clean your house. You know what I mean? Right? I've often given out fixing my hair. The sun wrecks the house, it wrecks paint, it wrecks the car. Every, the fourth law of thermodynamics, and don't deny it, it's a scientific fact. Everything heads towards chaos. Everything rots and the chaos. That's a fact. So you believe this God is controlling the chaos? No, I'm not saying that. Don't twist what I'm saying. I'm not only asking you. No, I'm just saying to you, now listen to me, right? There is laws that come... I'm, I'm curious, but by, by the way, just sorry, Gary, for I'm not interrupting. I am listening. No, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt you too much, but I wanted to ask just on that note. I, I'm just curious, right? Just for my own, just for my own, you know, education. Muhammad. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's the difference between Gary's God and your God? Can you keep to one topic out? No, I'm just curious, no, Gary. No, no. I'm just curious now. It I'm, is, uh, look, Gary, the thing hang is... On hang on No, hang, hang on the two years. I'm asking a question here. I'm the talk show host. I'm just curious. What's the difference between Allah and God? There is... Okay, well, there let, is, let Muhammad answer first, then I'll let you answer that, Gary. Go on, yeah. well, Muhammad. There is nothing... Uh, if you believe someone who had created this world, he's God, you say him Allah, you say him something... <laughs> There is someone who had made this world. Who, uh, if you say, if you say about uh, like, <clears throat> I mean, if you say this is an accident, so obviously, if you say it's an accident, why you why you can't make a life? So whoever make a life is God, basically. He okay. made the life. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. Go on. What's your version of God? I well, never said it was an accident. In any way, right? Okay. Yeah, well, right. No, it's right. not an accident. Right. The difference between Allah, you see, all, there's three mainstream religions in the world. You have Judaism, you have Christianity, and you have um, Islam. They're the three mainstream. The rest are all philosophies and belief systems, Buddhism and this, that, you know. Man creates these things. We create images in our head to suit ourselves. And did he man not create God in the first place? Listen, no, definitely not. Man oh, he created man, man, did he? Okay. Right, yeah, no, right. listen to me, right? 
So you'll have to ask me the question and you're going to let me answer. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I am, I am letting you answer. Again. Jesus, Gary. You don't want to. You you're don't getting want to. Oh, you've said that three times. <laughs> <laughs> Go you on, just answer the Jesus the question. The difference between religions and true, true biblical truth, the difference between, oh, not Christian, the difference between religion and true biblical truth, right? What, religion, all religion thrives to, to meet God's standards. They thrive to, the good will weigh out the bad and you'll face God on Judgment Day and then that's it. Yeah, God will say whether you're good enough or bad enough, right? The difference between the God of the Bible, the true, which is his name, is Jehovah, right? Now, we're not Jehovah's Witness, so don't get that twisted either. Jehovah, mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yahweh, I didn't know he had a name, but go on. He has got a name. He's loads of names. Sure. Yahweh. So Jesus means uh, Yahweh saith. All right, it's just like Mick Jesus, down the pub. Here, here's another lesson for you. Jesus actually is Joshua. I well, I know Joshua that. I heard that before. Joshua. Yeah, that's if he, that's if he Yahweh existed. Yeah. Yahweh saved. Right. Anyway, so, okay. Well, let, let's get, just get to the point very quickly, Gary, because I have to go to a break very quickly. Do you believe that we need religion in schools? In the world, the difference between all religions in the world, and they shouldn't be in school. The difference between all religions in school, they all try to meet God's standard to make it into paradise, right? But where biblical Christianity and biblical truth stands alone, where we have turned away as disobedient sons and daughters. We turn to our own way. We like our own way. That's what's happening. Am I disobedient? Am I disobedient, Gary? Don't don't try and do that. I'm not trying to do that. I'm only asking you a question. You're looking for a mentor. Am I? I am, yeah. (laughs) Am I disobedient? No, you have children. I have. Oh, so have I. Your children, even though they're disobedient, right, you still love them. You st- they're, they're not disobedient. But, but when your kids are disobedient to you, you're saying they never were. Oh, no, they were cheeky every now and again, yeah. yeah. And a bit rebellious, though. Oh, obviously, so yeah. Yeah, 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 the teenagers, yeah. 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 Listen, right, they do. my own experience, all right? I can't say for anyone else's. Right? I still love my kids. I still will... Uh, so are you saying that God you? still loves me even though no, I'm disobedient? No, no, you're not listening. I'm not, sorry, I thought that was the message even you were giving though, me. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, we, God, in his righteous judgment, none of us deserve uh, right standing with him. None of us deserve heaven or any paradise. Jeepers. Where all our good works, you can do the best you can in life, it will not do anything for you. It was because of God, his work, his righteousness, and his son, it was the sacrifice that, sat, that, that satisfied God, that gave us a chance that he was able to accept us through his sacrifice. Are you reading that? Sorry, Anderson. No, no. I'm only asking you, sorry. It it sounds well rehearsed. Come. Well rehearsed? Okay. This looking oil of Tanya, these truths are in my heart and I know them since I was a little kid. I was just curious because you mentioned to me that people had the wrong meaning of the word religion that it meant people coming together, right? So I decided to do a little bit of research because that's what I do. And according to the philosopher Max Muller from the 19th century, the root of the English word religion uh, in Latin, it's actually religio, uh, was yeah. originally used to mean only the reverence of God or gods. Right. So it's nothing to do with bringing people together. I don't know where you got that from. What well, did I say about bringing You did. You said religion was about people coming together. It was nothing to do with oh, a god. No, no, no. I said religion was uh, come from a Latin word and what I meant was to bind and control people. That's not what's true. That's not true at all. Yeah, but you just made that up, Gary. From? I didn't make it up. It comes from the Latin word religio, which, me- which means the reverence of God. Who told you that? Because I'm reading it here. Where? On the internet. 
And we're on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, I'm telling you, that's what it means. And if you if you look up the actual definition <laughs> of the oh, Oxford, yeah. well, okay, look up the oh, Oxford English definition of the word. Hang on. Did they had the internet in Jesus' time, you know. Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, if you look up the actual Engl- the Oxford English definition of the word, it means the belief in a worship of superhuman controlling yeah. power, especially a personal god or gods. And comes yeah. from, and it also says derived from the Latin word religio. Yeah, religio. We, yeah, which mean, and religio directly translated means in reverence of God. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. So it's nothing well, to do with the binding or bonding of people or whatever. You know. I never meant binding people. You did. That's what you said. No, listen, you misunderstand me. I meant bind like a rope would bind you. But hold, it, you hold you down. But it doesn't bind mean it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that at all, Gary. Go no, on, I'm anyway. So, Gary, can I ask you a question, right? Not bowing the people together, because religion doesn't bowing people together. Look, I'm, I'm, I know I'm in learning mode tonight. I'm learning loads from you and Gary, or you and Muhammad tonight. You should be always in school. That's the way I always say. <laughs> but, Gary, do, when you say you're religious, right? Okay, I'm not are, religious. You are religious. I'm not religious. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, if if you believe on God, uh, yeah, which, uh, which, which religion you believe on? Listen, for the argument's sake, Roy, to make you happy, I'll, I'll accept Roy, I'm religious, fair enough, I'm what? By definition you are, okay, okay. So, can, can I ask you, do you believe the Bible literally? Yeah, from cover to cover. Okay, so, okay, okay, so the New Testament or Old Testament? Both, all together. Well, you, well you, you don't believe the Old Testament, because if that was the case, you'd be going around having, suggesting people should be uh, given the death sentence for silly stuff. So you don't believe that literally, right? Okay. So, uh, well, didn't, there's all sorts of mad stuff in the in the yeah, King James Bible, isn't it? The original Bible, the Old Testament. Let me hear that. Let me hear that. What's mad stuff? Well, I mean, uh, you're, you're, what the, I, will, I can start giving the examples if you want to, but there's stuff about sentencing people to death for eating certain th- types of things on certain days and all this kind of carry on. Right, right. Yeah, you, you, you don't believe in that. Okay, but no, no, no. no. Well, what I wanted to ask you was, right? You could be, you be, you could be killed for not keeping the Sabbath. There you go. What's up with you yeah, but you wouldn't genuinely sentence somebody to death for cannot keeping the Sabbath, would you? See, that's the, that's the thing. That's where people just don't get it because we're so far down the line in our corrupt state, in our hearts, that we're just the way life is. Yeah, nowadays. but you wouldn't, the point I'm making, Gary. Our morals are so far away from God. Our morals are so no, far no more than I believe Muhammad would believe people should be sentenced to death that's if they didn't pray five times a day. Listen, listen, listen. Y- see, people take what you want from us. Pe- listen, people think that think God of a man in the sky. Listen, if you look up at the sun in the day, right, a big ball of fire, right? Yep. It's, it's thousands of, or millions of miles away. It's 93 million miles to be exact. Yeah, and it yeah. takes eight seconds for that to, to hit Earth. Ah, okay, fair enough. And it's just, it's just... It's just who, who figured that out, by the way? That wasn't God that figured out it took eight seconds. That was scientists, but how whenever, go on, yeah. Really, now listen to me, now listen. That came out of the mouth of God. People what? The sun? Came out of the mouth of God? Listen, people... The whole universe. So, so scientists obviously have it wrong, then, do they? He's not a man. He's not a man. Okay, so the the scientists will tell you that's not where the sun came from. The scientists will tell you the sun is a star, which so is actually on fire and burning out. But you don't yeah. believe that, do you? So, I love science. I love science. Science. You clearly don't. You just told me that the sun came out of the mouth of God. So you don't believe in science. Actually, yeah. Sorry, Muhammad. Yep. Actually, that's not the only one, son. This is a big universe. Maybe a thousand of galaxies. We didn't know anything about it, but we, but we do believe there is a spiritual thing in a, every human being, which we call soul. Everyone believe on it. Yeah, it's well, not. Christians believe that too. Yeah. 
Yeah, everyone. Oh, yeah. I don't have. I probably don't have one. Stay, well, stay, Gary and Mohammed, please stay with me because I'm just intrigued. I have a few more questions for Gary in a second, but I need to go to Anthony. He's waiting ages. Sorry, Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anthony? How are you doing, Niall? Yeah, you the show is a barrel of laughs tonight, uh, Anthony. Oh, I'm uh, I'm <laughs> so, Anthony, I mean, do you believe religion should be taught in schools? I need well, religion. Niall, Niall, I'm the fella that was on last year. That you had spent 13 years in a convent. Right, remember oh, that conversation? I do, yeah, I remember you, actually, yeah. Right, and I've been all around the world, and I've seen religion from Kosovo, Yugoslavia, Albania, all of it. Religions are a private thing. They have to be taken out of schools. If you want to go to Catholics, go on a Sunday. You want to be a Muslim, go on a Friday. You want to be a Jew, go on a Saturday. But this ideology, political ideology, 38 Irish schools got halal dinners the other day. What's going on? Why are we kicking one religion out and forcing another one in? 38 Irish schools got halal. Yeah, that was on RT News. I saw that in RT News, yeah. Let me tell you something. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Mohammed, do you want to answer that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. This halal thing is like, it's uh, the way of just uh, just slaughtering something, yeah? It's nothing special to Vida. Well, it it is for people who don't like cruelty to animals, but go on, yeah. Yeah, in Bimont Hospital, hospital, because the majority of the doctors are Muslim, Galway Hospital, majority of Muslim uh, doctors are Muslim. So they started started giving them a halal meal. So, so halal meal is nothing specially uh, done for Muslims. It's done but for... But a, a lot of people, Muhammad, you know, who are not Muslim... Um, would say, well, I don't want my meat prepared in, you know, halal style because I don't agree with the cruelty to the animal. Yeah. So, it is important, Mohammed. It's not important to you, Mohammed, obviously. But it is really? important to some other people. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, you do the survey. I had done the survey. 99% of kebab shops, wherever you order the chicken, basically, wherever you are ordering chicken, just do a survey. 99% of them just buy halal meat. Oh, I never thought, I actually never thought of that. Anthony, did you ever come out of a pub drunk at night and order a kebab? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, then you're eating halal. You weren't, you weren't moaning about it then. Uh, obviously, no. I wasn't, but I didn't realise that it was going to be forced into Irish schools. Why do we have to have any religious food? Why? Why don't we have kosher? It's not, not a religious food. It's just way of... Well, it is a religious... Well, a religious way of preparing food, Muhammad. Uh, you know why Why 99% of chicken is halal in all takeaways? Because they slaughter it and they drain all the blood out of the, yeah, out do, of the chicken. Because That's the only thing. Yeah, he, well, he, hold on for a second. In fairness, Anthony, he's got a point. I did see the videos, like for McDonald's and all those, where they're preparing the chickens and the poor little chickens are hung up with the legs and they go through this conveyor belt thing and the machine cuts off their head and all their blood is drained out. Now, I know that sounds terrible on the radio to say that, but that's the way it happens. And we eat that chicken. That's halal. That's halal. Yeah. Well, we're eating, we're eating it all the time, Anthony. It's just that we just don't know about it or we just don't think about it. So what's the difference, really? If we don't do halal food... I don't like the thought. Personally, I don't like the thought of it, but, you know... What? I said, if we don't do halal food... We upset a group of people that have just come to Ireland in the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. And we upset them. Why are we picking on another group? Why don't we all just eat normal food, have normal education, and religion is on the side if you want it? What's mm. wrong with us? But I, 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 no, I, I agree with you. I don't personally believe religion should be in schools, but Gary and obviously Muhammad no, would disagree don't. with you. No, oh, no, Gary doesn't disagree with you, in fairness. No, yeah, Gary. Believing in imaginary friends. That's what they believe in. Oh, so Jesus. Oh, don't say that. Jesus, you've just upset Muhammad and Gary now. Don't take the <laughs> Gary, did you hear what he said? 
What? You're believing in imaginary friends. Yeah, well, he no, he he don't care what he says. I'm an imaginary friend here. You lock me up. I can't even say that. Go on, Hello? go on, Gary. <laughs> the way the way belief is turning around nowadays is just shocking because if you stand in the middle of the road when there's a bus coming and you say I don't believe in buses, it's still going to run over you. <laughs> right? <laughs> the difference is, now hang on Gary, that's not a good analogy. The difference is the bus will run over you and you can see the bus. I know it's there. <laughs> but, no God is there. <laughs> but yeah, but if you stood beside me, Gary, and said to me, there he is there, I wouldn't be able to see him. Maybe God's driving the bus. <laughs> Maybe God's <laughs> driving the bus. <laughs> well, listen, here, let, let me get my point across because it's a bit twisted there. Without teaching religion in school, I believe religion, should, uh, religion shouldn't be taught in any skills at all. And if you have a faith, whatever it is, whether it's Islam, whether it's Judaism, or whether it's Buddhism, or whatever the case is, or even where I come from, it should be taught at home from the parents. Like, where, oh, yeah, where do you come from? Right? What? Where do you come from? What do you mean, where do I come from? You just said if you, religion, you know, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, or where I come from. Where do you come from? <laughs> where do I come from? In if you say Tala, I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> but, uh, I'm asking. No, but I mean, what, what do you mean where I come from? Oh, you mean as a born again Christian? Where do, come, where do I come from from my standpoint? Of All right, okay, from, yeah. From God's, God's point, um, from God's word and my point of view. Well, listen. See, public education, free public education, that was a communist idea. Karl Marx came up with that idea. It's a great idea, isn't it? Right, no, it's not, because it's done more damage than it does. Than it, free do education brain- has done more damage. Are you having a laugh? How do you brainwash somebody? How? You take a child from a young age and teach them what you want until they're eight. Yeah, well, I, no, I do agree with that part. I never, I never agreed with indoctrination, and I know they do it in all religions. Hitler. Hitler. Oh jeez, Hitler always gets now mentioned, doesn't he? I mean, what's the gratuitous mention of Hitler? He was a good Catholic, actually, yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he actually, his parents were Catholic, and if you read his book, Mein Kampf, he constantly has references to doing what he did in the name of God. So you believe... And I read it... By the way, that, I'm not likening him to most Catholics. The guy was obviously clearly a psychopath. He was heavily involved in the occult. Heavily involved. Yeah, but he was a Christian. He was an evil man. No, he hid behind... He hid behind oh, he hid behind Christianity. All right, okay, fair no, enough. No, not Christianity. See, that's the thing. See, that word Christianity is turning... I, I, I'm just saying to you, I mean, just like there are all religions have their nutcases. You know You're what I mean? you a Christian if you have God's Holy Spirit in you, inside you. Oh, right. And you, that's the only way you're a Christian. There's many people... And is your religion... Uh, what I mean, the, the God... Okay, okay, you, you are religious. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm sorry I have to keep taking the man's name in vain. What's your faith in God, you mean? What's your faith in Scripture? You told me 20 times you're not religion. I just gave you the definition of religion earlier on and you're, you're, you're pontificating about God and Jesus and then you're telling me you're not religious. Don't be so silly, Gary. You're being silly now. Niall, you're going to get struck down with lightning. I can't, no, I won't, because we voted against blasphemy laws going back about six months ago. We're grand. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have blasphemy laws in this country anymore. Until the hate laws come in. Then 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 we'll have the blasphemy laws again once the hate laws come in, yeah. Mohammed. Yep. I mean, how do you find Ireland as a whole, you know, respecting your religion? I mean, obviously, you know, I don't believe in it, and that's fine, right? But do you find that generally people are respectful of it, even if they don't believe it? Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I will take you a couple of minutes, uh, but uh, but the ideology I have, look, people respect a lot, Muslims, Sikh, everyone, because they don't care whatever the religion you have. 
to be honest in in ireland no one cares about it that's why we don't we really feel very good about it second thing what's the basic religion what should be taught in the school what was the basic story the thing is every religion says that you have to respect your elders you have to go for a good life you have you have to be a good human being yeah you don't you, rob you don't steal you, you don't, don't kill rob. yeah you don't do this thing if you say uh, in every religion whoever believe on uh, any religion either he don't believe in religion that's what he taught his kids in the schools Mm. and his 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 home as well obviously so basically the uh, the discussion what was going on is the twelve Sorry, Gary's just talking to himself there. I think maybe he's talking to God. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not too sure. So, uh, religion, religion discussion is a total different story. If you go in that, that thing is that's very deep in it. So, uh, in Ireland, I will give you example of uh, Dubai. If some of you have been in Dubai, uh, the guy who was saying that why this is halal meat is here. in dubai you special find uh, if you eat pork you will find pork there if you drink you will find uh, find alcohol there it's up to you whatever you like hello yeah i'm listening yeah whatever you like you get it here as a muslim if i don't eat a halal food obviously if i if uh, someone give me a chicken who is not slaughtered in a in a halal way so it it can cause me infection it can cause me a different thing but it won't cause so, you anything really muhammad it won't cause you anything you're just being told that and, uh, if you and me went out to a restaurant tomorrow and had a, st- a steak that wasn't halal you're not going right. to die you won't die islam doesn't prohibit prohibit you to not eat a thing which is not slaughtered halal in case yeah, but, yeah, you but can't not, yeah, find but, anything yeah but that's a belief that's a belief because it's not going to make any difference you're not going to die uh, it you won't, it won't it, no it doesn't happen it happens no it does no just because that's a religious belief that's fine and by the way I'm not disrespecting your belief I'm just saying it's a belief uh, no it's whether it's halal or whether it's not whether it's kosher why I'm saying Uh, why I am saying you don't eat uh, eat spices, is it? You won't eat spices the way I eat the spices. If you eat no, so I I can't eat spices. Spices yeah. go to me like a Porsche. I swear to God. <laughs> That's the story. If the same spices goes in my body, like uh, in my body, it doesn't say anything. But you can't sleep whole night. Maybe you you may be having a yeah. I might be visiting the bathroom every now and again. <laughs> yeah. So that's the same thing. If something is not slaughtered in a, in that halal way, uh, there would be too much blood in that. So my stomach is not made to uh, to digest all that. And the second thing is, it's my religious duty that I will eat halal in any way. I won't eat unless I will get a halal. It's a different okay. story. Okay, but, okay, but hang on because I want to go back to Anthony because he didn't have a huge, huge amount to say. Anthony, you, you, you've been listening to Muhammad and you've been listening to uh, to Gary. There, two deeply religious people, by the by the sounds of things, um, <laughs> and that's fine. That's their thing. That's what they do. Okay, uh, what? Yeah, okay. yeah sorry, Anthony. If I eat kosher or I eat halal, nothing's going to happen to me. Nothing. Right? No, it makes But no difference here. Muhammad just told you that he will not eat food that is not halal prepared. Yes. What has that got to do with the Republic of Ireland and 38 schools getting halal food? You keep going on about that one point over and over again. I, I told you already. Yeah, I disagreed with that too, personally. But I do understand the point that Muhammad is making, that every day we're probably eating halal food and we don't moan about it. We don't complain because we don't know. So what? the only difference is you know about it. 
Fred. No, but the, no, the only reason you're giving out about it is because it happened to be on RT News and you know about it. If nobody actually told you it was halal, you'd never know. No, Niall, you're wrong. The reason I'm giving out with it because it's part of an ideology, but, a political but, ideology. Push halal on the people. Get them used to it. Get all this religious... But you're used to it anyway. When you, when you go in and eat chicken nuggets, probably, in, you know, or whatever it is, they're probably halal anyway. It's halal. Kentucky Fried Chicken is halal. Is it? And so probably right. is. I totally, don't know. Totally, yeah. Yeah when, I, when I'm, yeah, when I see the way the turkeys are, the chickens are... I was going to say the turkeys. The chickens are prepared. It probably is halal, yeah. Having more milk. The only difference is nobody is praying over us or anything like that. Okay, but Anthony, in relation to religion, I mean, you listen to the two lads there, okay? They would imagine that when you say imaginary friends, that would be deeply disrespectful to them. But it is imaginary friends. It's not disrespectful to me. Sorry, Gary? It's not disrespectful to me. Isn't it? Yeah, because it's not Not imaginary friends. Because there's a big difference about having an account of God and feeling God's love and God changing your own heart and your outlook on life and getting you, giving you understanding. I have a good outlook on life. You and do. I have a great That's outlook on life and religion is involved in it. Sorry, sorry, Paul. Say that again. He said he has a great outlook on life and religion has nothing to do with it. Yeah, but, but it's man's wisdom, philosophy. It's man's, man's wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. That, it's Anthony's wisdom. Yeah, no, it's man's wisdom, but you're better off having God's wisdom. Well, you're, why? You're why am I better with God's wisdom? Because he created this whole universe. In your it. opinion, he did. Yeah, it, is, it is your opinion. It's absolutely your opinion. There are other people who have different opinions. No, it's not. What, what do you mean, no, it's not? No, not. Uh, Muhammad will tell you his God created the world. Yeah, well, he's... He's, he's wrong, is he? He's the theist. Yeah, he's wrong. Of course he's wrong. <laughs> and you're right. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not right. God is right. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I, well Muhammad is telling you that his God yeah, is the one that built the world. God never, ever tries to prove that he's real. Never in the Bible... I don't think Allah ever tried to prove it either but what I'm saying to you is every religious person who has a belief in a God and there are hundreds of gods by the way all believe their God is the one God all religions are heading for the one place and the one God it's a little G no they're not they're being deceived you're, you're being deceived if you believe that you're being deceived they, uh, no no no, no. Yes, everyone well. everyone believe on that power who, who made this universe basically it's not about the world or stars who made all this universe containing thousands of galaxies. Yeah, we are just a yeah, part of Yeah, but when you it. die, Muhammad, you're not going to Gary's God, are you? I, I, I will believe on Gary if Gary say there is a, some power who had made all, all these things. Okay. I, I won't be having any... The conflicts are, I say, between Christians and Muslims. We, we believe on Jesus. You believe on Jesus. But, but uh, a Christian will say that Jesus is son of God. But I won't believe he's son of, of God. So you just are, believe he was some bloke. Well, and who, by the way, who did Muhammad say Jesus was? Just some bloke? A prophet? Yeah, it's a different discussion. It okay, 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 okay. it's a complicated discussion. I won't get into it now. It's a complicated one. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah Gary, are you still talking there? Sorry. Uh, Muhammad, yeah, still talking. Yeah. Muhammad. Yeah. Islam came from, um, from Muhammad that was in the in, in a cave in Mecca and he heard from an angel. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Will you explain them? That's a bit of a simplified version Muhammad of the story. Is the, Muhammad is the last messenger of God, of Allah, which you say God. I, I say God, Allah as well. He's the last messenger very, very late after Jesus. Jesus was much before that 
Uh, 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 yeah, Muhammad is kind of like an updated version, I suppose, of the story. No, is that that's your belief? Okay. Well, no, I, okay. Well, I, I don't really need all the explanations tonight. Anyway, I, I kind of get the general gist of it. But I mean, Gary, when you say you believe your Bible literally, right? Yeah. Do you believe in Noah's Ark? Oh, 100% sure there's proof oh, of oh it. Oh, my God. There's proof of an oil. Do you know there was 4.6 million species, land-fearing species of animals at the yeah. time of Noah? Yeah, right. Okay, so no, no, no. Okay, no. Okay, let work with me here, okay? And Noah and his missus and their two kids, right? Using Bronze Age oh, tools. Yeah, three sons. Okay, three. Right, sorry, sorry, three sons. Well, wait, no, hang on, let me finish. Using Bronze Age tools, cut down a forest and made a boat to fit 4.6 million land-fearing animals on it. Really, 4.6 million. I mean, come here and tell you, right? It was only land-fearing, land-fearing, yeah. Right, right. It was only land animals, right, with, with, with breath in their nostrils, right? Now, with breath mean, in their nostrils, right, okay. Yeah. So that means, right, what about know, the insects? Insects don't, they can survive in a flood, no problem, they can float in the log. They breathe, they have spiracles. They, they breathe through their skin. It's well, like spiders and stuff. And, and... and insects. Now, hang on, I want no, I, Muhammad, let him explain. I want to hear yeah, this. As, as a Muslim, I believe, I believe on this as well. Okay, well, hang on, no, wait, hang on, hang on, Muhammad. Let him, let him explain this. I'm intrigued. There's 500 legends that believe in Noah's Ark, and they're all having a twist head in there. How, anyway, how big would the boat have to be? It says it was 300 cubits long. But how big was the cubit? What, what's, a, what's that? From your hold your hand up, Noel. From your elbow to the tip of your middle finger. Right. That's okay. That's okay. Right. That's a bit of foot. Right. Foot and a half. Different length of oil. Well, what was that? What was Mo or Noah's cube? Right. Okay. How big was Noah? How big was Noah? <laughs> okay. Right. Well. Okay. So let's 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 give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was bigger than any boat that we know now. Right. Let's say the size of O'Connell Street. You're right. still not going to fit anywhere right. close to four million animals on it. You still won't let me answer. Go on. It, was, it was an insect, right? So let's say, right, he, two horses, right? Right? Two yeah. horses, right? So zebras, zebras and uh, yeah, your normal horse and uh, what do you call it, donkeys, they would have came from the one coin, two horses. Not all the dogs in the world, they would have came from two dogs, probably wolves. No, right? I'm, I'm talking about so species, listen, yeah. Listen, 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 right? Now, that doesn't mean... It's a pound shop. Are you listening? Please don't cut me off. That doesn't mean he took adults. That means he could have taken babies, right? And it makes sense to take babies, right, of all animals. It would make sense because they sleep more, they eat less, and they take up less room. Right? And who cleaned up after them and fed them for 40 days and 40 nights? Wait, don't know. That's a stupid question. It, it is a stupid <laughs> question. No, 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 no. That's a stupid question. No, no, no. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Mohammed, who fed them? This is, this is the thing which, which uh, obviously... We can't explain it. Cause okay, can I explain happened, it? Can I explain uh, it? Can I explain it? And I watched a documentary, so it must be true. A documentary about a king, and he was a pharaoh king on the River Nile. And himself and his wife and his three children, during a flood season in the River Nile, when it burst its banks, saved their oxen on a raft. And they floated downstream and set up a small little village further downstream uh, with himself and his children and their generations of families in the future. And that's where the story came from. They believe that's where the story came from. But like everything in this world, it gets exaggerated through time. Right. And it's a lovely story. 
you know, of you know, not being look, selfish, etc. These et are these are interpretations interpretations of everyone. I will tell you what. There are too many. Uh, have you have you read? Uh, uh, I don't know that country name where the cubes are very big cubes. To which? I uh, that's a um, that's somewhere in Asia. Okay. The very very big cubes and science can't explain them. That's. Eighth wonder of the world. Oh, the pyramids, you mean? In, in Egypt. Right. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. In Egypt, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, the cubes, the pyramids, yeah. Pyramids, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> My fault. Cubes. My fault. Okay. So, so but, no, but they have explained them. But, but they, they have explained them. Who explained that? If you watch saying these Discovery Channel, they explain how they did it and how they managed to get these gigantic three, four ton rocks, you know, up yeah. so high. They, they've explained how they've done it on rollers. No, and if you, uh, I had seen that. Genius. A documentary, yeah. But they can't prove it on 100%. But there was a something like uh, the humans were too much advanced like long time before. So something happened which put them again to the caves and then they started again. But, so just, be, I, just, but Mama, just because we don't understand something, this is where the God word came from. When we don't understand something, as they did thousands of years ago, they just put it down to God. Yeah. Nowadays, we have a better understanding no, 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 no. scientifically of how the world so many works. Of them. No, 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 no. Uh, have you uh, have any understanding of Bermuda Triangle? Sorry, say again? Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. That's yeah. the, that's a myth. That's not true. What the planes go missing in the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. No, that's a myth. It's an exaggerated myth. It's like a fable. I read that one as well. There's, no, been, there's been a few unexplained crashes that just happen to be in that area, and the reason they happen in that area, they believe there's magnetic poles acting up in that area that affect the controls and airplanes. And also, if you look at where the area of the Bermuda Triangle is, it's where the majority of storms in that part of America, like hurricanes, happen. And most of them get not, taken down in storms. I'm not looking for explanation, Cosmel. You can't explain it. I had read a, I just a, a, a it lot about it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, did I explain do. it to you. <laughs> now, the <laughs> second thing is, there is a river with two different colors. The water matches, and but the water doesn't like, they didn't mix up. You know that? Wait, say, say, what was that? The there, are, there is a sea with two different color water. Where's right? the, where's that? Where's that? Put in the, uh, it on the YouTube okay. and you will find it. Just uh, just uh, like uh, do some research because next time we will discuss on it. Because if I say to you, that's been told in Quran as well that there are a, there is a sea. There is uh, It says river. There are two rivers of different colors, but their water is like parallel but they didn't mix obviously you can see okay, so, yeah, okay, uh, okay so there's pictures here of it yeah, it's the Pacific in the Atlantic Ocean and they don't and yeah, why yeah. they don't mix okay so and here's the explanation for it here's the scientific explanation for it right yeah uh, it's not actually two oceans meeting it's a glacial melt water melting the offshore waters of the Gulf of Alaska the reason for this strange phenomenon, phenomenon is due to the difference of water density temperature and salinity, which is the amount of salt in the water of the glacial melt water and the offshore waters. In other words, they both have a different uh, salinity. So they both contain different amounts of salt, so they won't mix. They won't mix. So if I... So there's an explanation for it. uh, There is explanation. But if I do believe, if someone is sitting in Saudi Arab, like thousands of kilometers away, and he is telling these things uh, 1,440 years back, 
So there is a uh, there is something. Here. Yeah, but he didn't when he saw that you know fourteen hundred and forty years ago. He didn't know anything about salinity of water, so he would have just thought that was a miracle. You know what I mean? Well, well, do me a favor, stay there because I want to go to Joseph as well. Joseph, you're in classic kids. Adrian, Joseph. Hi, nine. How are you? Hey, Joseph. That was an interesting conversation tonight. We started off talking about schools, and then we're talking about a bit of everything. But go on. Yeah, I suppose you see the thing is right. I believe, uh, I used to believe the theory of evolution, and then I had, I've, tell, I've told you before, I had a personal experience of God, but I won't go into the details. But one thing, well, the only conclusion I could come to was uh, the God that I experienced, he's, if, he, he, if he didn't create the world, he's not God. And so that was a bit of rational thinking there, because uh, he's not God, he's just a kind of a character out there if he didn't create the world. So, you know, I quickly realized oh, the world didn't evolve. And the, the theory of evolution actually has got more holes in it than a strainer with more holes so, in yeah, it. And you think the theory of God doesn't have more holes in it? Oh, no, you see, well, the thing about it is, you see, the, 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 the people who harp uh, on about the theory of evolution mock and scoff at the people who believe in God. But yeah, and the people they, they, and the people who the people who believe in God who are Bible believing Christians mock and scoff at sign at no, science. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Uh, it's it's only one way traffic you get. It's only one way traffic because uh, you never. It's only always on on the on RT. It's science, science, science. But science is based on empirical evidence that gets uh, the same so, results. So rightly, as somebody said earlier on, when you do an experiment or when you do yes, a theory, yes. you get the same result over and over again. All right. Okay. And well, that's empirical you, evidence. You, all right, okay, I'll give you evidence so now, okay? So uh, you believe that you evolved from nothing, okay? Okay. Yeah. So well, not, well, not nothing, no, but go on, yeah. No, something, a, you know, something little, happened, yeah. It was, a, it was a little dot, okay? Yep. Yeah, you, so you're breaking, your phone is breaking up, Joseph, a little bit. Maybe that's God. Yeah, you mean? Yeah, sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, so if you believe in evolution, you believe in... The original, there was this single cell animal that was that was created single, by. There was a singular dot of mass. Yes. Now over time, this mass dot, this dot, evolved. Decreased. No, 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 no. Listen, science has said originally it was so many miles across, and eventually it came down to the size of. Now they say it was just the size of a, like a point dot on on a on a page that you have if you write, right? So they say this spun at such a speed, right? But where it got the energy, we don't know. And nobody has an answer to it. It spun at a speed and eventually got so fast that it exploded. Now, where did the energy come from the explosion? Nobody knows. There's no answer. The dot, nobody knows how. Yeah, but, but, Jay, but, but can, I, can I say something, just because I don't have a huge amount of time, right? When we talk about the Big Bang Theory, I, for one, am quite happy to say that I don't know what happened before that. And, and I'm sure scientists, and, and just as you explained, scientists don't know what happened before that, where it all came from, how it all got there, etc. But, but can I just say something to you? 200 years ago, we didn't know about the Big Bang. 200 years ago, we wouldn't uh, have seen pictures of our solar system the way we have seen them now. So maybe maybe in 200 years or 1,000 years, we will expand further and understand, have a better understanding of where that no, came it's, from. It takes time. No, it's actually backwards or going. Oh, we're not, no, we're not going backwards, well, unless, yeah, unless NASA are making you, it all up. No, you see, here's the thing. Everything that I've just said is only all conjecture. Concocted in the it's not, it's not conjecture. No it's, there's evidence there for it. No, no, there isn't, Niall. There isn't. Oh, so, so we're just go, making it up. Then, Niall, okay. you need to go. Then you need to go read up the, the, the mm, actual okay, okay. theory of evolution. So, 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 so the, pi- the, the picture I was showing Tara today because I was intrigued by this picture. It's called um, the pale blue dot. Have you ever heard of it? 
Have you heard that picture? It's called the pale blue dot. Well, it's a picture uh, taken from the furthest uh, satellite that we have, mm. and it's taken of the planet Earth, and it literally is just a teeny little dot. You can just about yeah. barely see no, it. No, here's the thing. So, right? do you think that picture is fake? No, no. Yeah, listen. I, you know, I, I'm I, asking a question, Joseph. Do you think it's fake? What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about what the, the scientists. No, I'm only. Right? A, I'm only asking you. Do you believe I that picture is fake? I look, I'm not saying that that's fake. What I'm saying is. That there is holes in it that, that cannot be explained. Absolutely. For example, I will give you one example. I'm not disagreeing with you, Joseph. If it's been, the, the whole atom spun at clockwise and everything flew off, everything must be spinning clockwise. And you would also have an even, dis, even dispersion of atoms and, uh, and, and the whole. I'm not a fellow. Don't be explained where they came from. Yet there are planets which spin the opposite direction. None of this. I'm not an expert on. Um, you, well, then, well, hang on. I need Joseph with the greatest respect. Okay, neither are you, right? Why? Well, 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 okay, well, we're, we're not. We're why. not experts on all that. Thing. There are people out there scientifically who are experts and studied that all their well, life. Well, well, and I I'll trust them what. more than I trust you. Well, I'll tell you what, Niall. I know more about what you believe in than you do. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I'm not going to be patronising. Have you heard of plutonium halos? Yeah. Okay. But but Joseph, with no, the great, I, with I the, know, <laughs> what you with believe the in, respect, I Joseph, know more about than you. You have you Googled a lot of stuff, and fair enough, you Googled a lot of stuff. What what you want to learn about? But there are people who spent their whole careers and lives <laughs> learning about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I tr- I trust you. them. If I had one of them on to interview them, I would trust them more than I would trust you. I'll, give you an, I'll tell you another one, right? Um, unless they're all Chinese, making it up. The Chinese, right? Wonderful people. All Chinese. Intelligence or atheist, right? Communist is actually uh, it's recently the most huge number of, of Chinese people have never even heard of the word Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, billions. So they have access to the best fossils in the world. Why? Because they, it's in the Golan Desert, okay? So all these Chinese paleontologists got together. Ah, oh, it's probably, I read this about 15 years ago, so it was a few years before that. But anyway, uh, they all got together and they had a big conference to make a big announcement, right? And the big announcement was that they found, now don't forget, they are the, big, the biggest experts in the world. You can check this out yourself. And they have the access to the best fossils. And they, had the, uh, they studied them the most because they had the best ones to study. And they, the conclusion that they came to was, and they brought all the Europeans and the Americans and all these guys Get, get the point, very What was the conclusion? Yeah, well, I have to make this point. And they, they, they came out and they said the conclusion was that all life came into existence roughly around the same time. And a few Germans and Americans went absolutely crazy. But they had the best evidence. They didn't believe in God. Yet you never hear this stuff in the science. Because the majority of scientific people disagree with them, probably. Oh, uh, no, they don't. You see, they, have, yeah. they were the best. They're the okay. best. Well, okay, we've well, gone off on a different track. But just in relation to religion, Joseph, you're going into all sorts of theories there. In relation to religion, do you believe religion should be taught in schools? No, theory. Just the theory is is not valid. But your I think NASA are messing with your phones. Valid, even though you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know the theory where it's from. That you evolved from rock. Now, did you know that? I, I I have no idea what you just said because your phone is breaking up. Evolved from rock. I evolved from That's rock. What you believe? You believe that you? No, I don't. I don't believe I evolved from rock. I believe I belong. I, I evolved from a single cell animal, which was created purely by coincidence because where, the right where, components where, were there at the time. Where yeah, they, sorry, where sorry, Gary. Where did yeah, it rained on the rocks for millions of years and then it created a soup and the soup came alive. A soup? Which was, yeah. They, they well, I would prefer to call the soup a single-cell animal. Yeah, yeah but go on. And then now with that... Which still exists, by the way, yeah, single-cell animals. You see, no, you were saying you don't have faith in one man. This one I've been trying to get across. Do you believe in evolution, Gary? I, I'll tell you what I do believe in, right? Do you believe, I'm asking you a question. Do you believe in evolution? There's six different meanings to evolution. Oh, Jesus right? Christ almighty. Do you believe in Adam and Eve or evol- evolution? 
listen, those we, did we all come from Adam and Eve? Just answer the bloody question. Did we all come from Adam and Eve? I asked you a question. I've asked you a question. I've asked you to three times. Do you believe in evolution? If you believe in evolution, you can't believe in Adam and Eve. Which is it? I believe that animals can adapt and change, right? I do believe that. That's oh, I see, you're not answering my question. You're not, okay, you're not answering my question. Do you believe we all came from Adam and Eve? You're twisting it because you don't want to hear it. No, I'm asking you a question. I'll ask you. I'll try it one more time and see the answer, actually, honestly. Do you believe we all came from Adam and Eve? Uh, no comment. Can I ask you a question? No comment? What sort of an answer is no comment? This is not a courtroom. Macroevolution, it is. We can, we can say what I want. Okay, you, absolutely you can, but I'm asking you a question. Let's, let's see where we all stand on this. I'll tell you straight out, I don't believe we all came from Adam and Eve. I believe we all evolved. But anyway, do you believe in Adam and Eve? Do you believe we all came from Adam and Eve? From two human we, beings? I believe that we can't. When Noah got off the ark with his sons, yeah, his three sons and their three daughters, every one of us came from them. And where he came from oh, right. would have been from Adam and Eve, descendants. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what I believe. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.